0: This week on the Elevate Your Eight podcast, your host, Chris McPeak, has a fairly dynamic learning experience and learns a few lessons about time management and values. So let's get ready for this week's fantastic episode. You're listening to the Elevate Your Eight podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja, Chris McPeak, will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success, and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading this week's episode. My name is Chris McPeak. I am the host here at the Elevate Your Eight podcast. And just as a reminder, the Elevate Your Eight philosophy is, if we are honoring our health and wellness and sleeping eight hours every night, and we are honoring our work-life balance and working only eight hours a day, then the remaining eight is just a matter of simple mathematics and we manage that and we're good to go. So again, thanks for being here. I wanted to, first of all, thank everybody for um, buying my book last week, the Elevate Your Eight book on Amazon, had a great relaunch, and I'm super grateful to those of you who contacted me, and gave me your Amazon order number, and I hope that the time management planner is proving to be a usable and. Um, valuable resource for you there you go valuable resource for you Um, I got some feedback that my email address was pretty hard to find and I just wanted to apologize for that openly here Um, I thought I put it in the show notes but it seems that I didn't and then I thought that I also put it on the website but it's buried a little bit so for those of you that had to do a little bit of digging to send me an email thank you for doing that extra work and I promise I'm going to fix that in fact I don't know that it will be live by the time this show airs, but I am planning to consolidate my brand. So within the next two or three weeks at the most, um, everything on elevateyour8.com and silverpeakdevelopment.com is going to move over to chrismcpeak.com. And I'll put that in the show notes and I will keep you appraised via email and via the show when the new site goes live and you can go there for everything. You can go there for your career change and career management needs. You can go there for your productivity needs. You can go there to sign up for a mastermind. You can go there to sign up to be a guest on my show, etc, etc. Super cool. Thank you all so much. Okay. So last Friday, I had the honor and privilege of being a presenter at Professional Development Day on my campus. And this is something that I have wanted to do for the past five years, ever since I got to this campus. Every year when they would entertain calls for proposal, i would start thinking about it and then i would blow it off because i would get so scared that my presentation would not be academic enough if that makes any sense i i'm an academic but i'm not an academic i'm not a faculty member i'm not in the classroom every single day i'm not necessarily thinking about specific learning outcomes and pedagogy pedagogy pedagogical pedagogical i'm not exactly sure how to pronounce that But but that's not my reality. I'm more of a practitioner and I'm looking more at key performance indicators and and things of that nature. So so I'd never presented before. And this time around, I actually I emailed the president of the Academic Senate, told her kind of what I had on my mind and she forwarded that email to the director of professional development who reached out to me specifically so that was kind of cool because i actually was you know kind of tapped to do a session and that made me really really happy but it made me so nervous because i thought oh my gosh my content's not going to be good enough this is going to be a disaster and i got over that pretty quickly but i am here to tell you friends boy i think i learned more from my audience than my audience learned from me. And maybe that's an over-exaggeration, but um, when it came time to talk about this notion of really toning your workday and keeping it at eight hours, I learned for a, a full-time faculty member just how impossible that can be. Um, I want to say they have a 45-hour work week and it's spread between their their course load which I didn't fully understand how that goes down. I think it's either four or five classes per term and then faculty have to have five office hours a week but they it can't be five all at one time and I think it can't be more than one hour at a time for three consecutive days or something like that. It was really intricate and specific and of course it's all governed by a contract because they're part of a union. They participate in collective bargaining and shared governance. So they're really held to that. And it's it's a very different reality for someone like like myself. I've never been repre- represented officially before at any of my jobs. And I've, I've been a manager long enough now that um, I'm really used to being an exempt employee and having that freedom and that leeway so this professional development day and my and my workshop on time management was really really fascinating because i did get a really good um bird's eye view of of what it's like to be a full-time faculty member at a community college and i would assume that it's very similar at some other schools probably even more stressful because at some of these higher-end universities where the pressure to publish and and do research is, and present is pretty strong. And, and here, I know our faculty are encouraged to do that, but the focus is so much more on teaching and, and that in itself is, you know, a busy enough gig. So if you are out there and you are a full-time faculty member listening to this podcast, I want to applaud you and praise you because you guys are some of the most dedicated professionals that I've ever come to know in my life. And I consider myself really proud to um, work at an institution where the focus on teaching is so important. So that got me thinking about time management and values. And then, of course, you know, everything (laughs) It's not happy coincidence when you put on a podcast in the morning and the person that's speaking to you is speaking to you on something that you need to get your brain around. And I got to thinking about this notion of values and time management. And I'm going to credit um, Melanie Benson, who is somewhat a mentor of mine. I met her at a spirituality retreat that I went to, oh my gosh, went was that last September, almost a year ago now. Um, but I've been listening to her podcast ever since then it's called the amplify your success podcast she's a profit amplifier and an entrepreneurial mentor and coach really dynamic woman and she said something very specific about um about how we approach things that are are important to us and her quote and i'm pretty sure i'm quoting her directly if you don't value something you won't make time for it and that hit me over the head like a ton of bricks and a, a big old slap on the face. Um, it didn't hurt, but it shook me around a little bit and got me thinking, dang, that is so right. And if you think about it and you think of all the things that you find are really difficult to do in your life, they're difficult for you to carve time for, they're difficult for you to make happen, you have managed to not value that thing. And, and that's pretty um, eye opening, I think. And I know, what you're, I know what's going through your head right now and you're thinking like, well, McPeak, listen, I really value my downtown, and I really value my time with my family, but I, there's just not enough time to do it. And And I'm going to push back on you because I think subconsciously or unconsciously, you don't value that thing and that's why you're not making time for it. So I just had a couple of additional thoughts to kind of roll through with you guys today for this episode on values and time management. So just a couple things to think about. Um, So the overarching theme of this whole show today is, if you don't value something, you won't make time for it. So my first question is, what are your values? And do you have a mantra or a manifesto that supports your values? And I have done an exercise like this a few times in my life. Um, And most recently was with a, a habits habits class that I signed up for with Jen Sincero who is one of my very favorite authors Um, and I don't have the manifesto in front of me right now but it was a really incredible process going through and creating it Um, but obviously I don't have it memorized so I'm not really living it right Um, so that's something that you can do to really sort of hone down and, and drill down on the things that are important to you so if if wellness is really what you value then what does that look like does wellness mean that you're eating good food does wellness mean that you are getting the right amount of sleep the right amount of exercise does wellness mean that you're meditating daily or that you're taking time to sit in silence those types of things so A mantra or a manifesto that supports your values is a really a really great thing that you can have um, in front of you all the time then the second thing i'm thinking about and this goes all the way back to me being a hall director and an area coordinator in housing and residence life because every now and then somebody would pull out the good old values assessment exercise that you could do with your students and your staff and this basically just boils down to there being a really long list potential values and you go through a process of highlighting what's important to you and then after you highlight that you group them together in certain categories and then after you do that you pick five or you pick ten that resonate the most with you and then you come up with a statement or some kind of paragraph that represents um, what those values are and what they look like for you And I found one online and I'm going to put it in the show notes, but it's from um, a site called taproot.com and it says root cause analysis and their exercise is pretty much exactly like what I just described. Um, There are four, five steps and it starts with looking at, you know, four columns worth of values. They're in alphabetical order, selecting the ones that resonate the most with you, grouping them together choosing one word within each group that represents the label adding a verb to each value so making it a sentence and then writing your core values in order of priority in your planner or you know making a little poster or flyer that you can put up so i'm going to actually do this exercise this week and i will um i'll circle back to you guys next week if i remember Ha ha hey elevators it is time for another iteration of the m3 mastermind the focus as always is moving up moving out and moving on this mastermind group will support you through your desire to achieve a promotion find a new job or pursue a new field this quarter will have weekly focal points with written assignments and the group will meet every other week Each member will have two one-on-one sessions during the duration of the group. One will happen during the first month and the second will happen during the final month. And this quarter, you can try the group for free. Anyone can join the first meeting online before committing. So, to take part in the M3 Mastermind from September through November, please go to elevateyour8.com forward slash mastermind and fill out the application. The application closes on September 2nd, so make sure you jump on that right now. And back to the show. And and share with you what I did, because I really, I think this exercise is gonna be a really fun thing to do. So a values assessment or values exercise would be a really cool thing to do. Now, there's, there's three statements I'm gonna make here related to time, and I actually used this in my presentation on Friday. So this notion of time is valuable, time is money time is fixed so what i think about that is that what benjamin franklin has been attributed to being the person that has said time is money and that's you know the, the phrase he coined but it, it's it's beyond a little bit beyond that actually um so the first concept of this is that time is money and if you're wasting time then you're not working If you are not working, you're not earning. And if you're not earning, you're not making money. Therefore, time is money. So this is really important, I think, or interesting in the fact that we put a value on the work that we do. And I think sometimes it's easy to get locked up in that notion that A, I am my job, or B, this is just something that I go to to make money. And there's a fine line between that sometimes because like I, I think I value my job. I value my career. I value the vocation that I've chosen, the calling that's come to me. I think that my calling, regardless of the way that you put it, I'm I should be working with students. I should be teaching. I should be instructing and advising. And my student can be an 18-year-old kid who's just out of high school who doesn't know anything about writing a personal statement for a scholarship and you guys out there you listeners you're my students because you're here to tune in to whatever uh, witty wisdom or strategy I have to impart and how to make your life more productive so that's my calling and so any time that I'm spending doing my work participating in my calling that's valuable to me and I do honor that um So even, and again, don't take this the wrong way. I make a great salary. So I'm not saying I'm overpaid or underpaid and overworked, anything like that. I'm just saying that that coming to my job every day, knowing that this is something in my life that I value, makes the earning all the more worthwhile. Does that make sense? Because if I were going to a higher level corporate job that I didn't enjoy, even if it did pay me really good money, I don't know that it would hold the same value for me so so that's one thing and then the second part of this is that time is fixed and that's another way we should look at valuing our time because we have a finite period of it there's only going to be 24 hours in any given day. There's only going to be 60 minutes in any given hour. And while I know that there are things out there like Einstein time and Parkinson's law that would suggest that time can be manipulated and maneuvered and all that kind of thing, I think it's easier for me to just work in terms of the number 168, because that's the number of hours that exist in a week. So if I'm subtracting my sleep and my work time And then, you know, just sleep time on the weekends, that leaves me with 72 hours. And that's the time that is mine to create and to utilize, to do all the other things in life that are important to me, like my wellness, my exercising, this podcast, my side businesses, the time with my family, walking my dog, swimming in the pool, those types of things. So in terms of time and values, knowing that time does have a value as in a currency um, time is a currency in the same way money is a currency and it's energy and it's something that we spend and we have to be wise on how we spend it how's that does that make sense and then I was thinking about when, in terms of thinking about value think of our most prized possessions and do you know their worth and have you put a value on them And how would you replace them if they went missing or were damaged? So the main thing that pops up to me is my engagement ring, which is also my wedding ring. This is probably my most prized possession. And the one thing, like if I were in a burning house and I had to get out immediately, I would really want to make sure that I have this ring because it's almost 25 years old now. Um, And it's been, you know, a consistent possession of mine for the duration of my marriage, which next thursday september 5th will be my 25th wedding anniversary so yay um but i you know i i think i know the worth of this it had been appraised once um but then i kind of look at this item and i think it's pretty priceless because there's definitely there is definitely a feeling and an emotion um assigned to it in addition to the dollars and cents And i don't know how i would replace it if it went missing or was damaged because i don't know that there's another ring like this out in the world and it's certainly not the very same one that i that i bought that my husband bought for me in 1994. so again that's something to consider um in terms of understanding value so let's flip that okay and let's think about that in terms of time what you value the most will be what you put your best efforts towards and if you're finding that your favorite things are getting the least amount of time then you need to make adjustments and another one of my favorite authors her name is Sarah Knight and I think in her book get your shit together she makes a statement about that you need to lobby for your hobby and that's making sure that you put emphasis and effort and value if you will on the fun things that are not part of your daily work your daily calling your vocation. So for me like knitting is something I really enjoy doing and I definitely go in in pockets with my ability to put time and effort into knitting. Sometimes I knit during my lunchtime routine when I'm watching an episode of something on my iPad and then sometimes I'll, you know, knit a couple hours in a weekend, but I still haven't pinned down you know time every single day to engage in knitting and that's something that i really really enjoy doing but i haven't put a value on it lately i've put a value on working my side hustles and and doing things with the swim team over some of these um hobby related things that i enjoy so so that's something to think about Um, what you value most will be what you put your best efforts towards And if you're finding that your favorite things are getting the least amount of time, then you need to make adjustments. So just think about that in the grand scheme of things. Um, I am amazed that I have just talked nonstop for 19 minutes. (laughs) Um, Not really amazed, but I usually stop at some point in the show and... um, take a quick break and drink a sip of water and I have not done that today speaking of water I don't even think I brought my water bottle to work and that's going to really bum me out but anyway so hey guys that's my show thank you so much for tuning in to the Elevate Your 8 podcast I'm your host Chris McPeak you can find all things Elevate Your 8 at the current website which is elevateyour8.com soon to be moving to chrismcpeak.com but stay tuned because there'll be more announcements and tips on all that stuff. I hope you guys have a great week. Make the best use of your time. Value the things that are important to you. And I'll see you next week. I'm out of here.